Hello, people. Um, we need to apologize once again for being late and for breaking our cardinal rule of having cold reads because we recorded chapter 27 and something was fucked with the audio quality, so we are having to redo it at this juncture. So the real question, when you say we are going to redo it at this just juncture, who are we? We are Ashton and Andrew. And what podcast are we doing? Romantic Underpinnings, Chapter 27. We're also Anthony and Agatha. True. But not in the way you would think. (laughs) I will be, I I, I will say, um, uh, tepidly, instead of coldly, reading Ashton's chapter for the second time. Lukewarm. And, um... I, I don't think we need to do a whole bunch of preamble, except for the socials. Our socials are, we're at Twitter at RomUnderPod. We are on Instagram at Romantic Underpinnings. And we're online at RomanticUnderpinnings.com. And you can find us on any of those three junctures. Junc- junctions? Junctures. Which one's better? None um, of those work, huh? Magazines? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Does that work? Armories. What? What? I don't know. I feel like there's a chain of association going on in your brain. Oh, I don't I'm think it's privy to. I don't think it makes sense to literally anyone who isn't me, which is fine. All right. Well, I'm the person who left two cat toys with bells <laughs> attached I just, just outside that. the closed <laughs> door of our home studio. So I am in no position to talk. Um... <laughs> All right, well, I'll just mention, you know, Agatha and Anthony are the hero and heroine of this story, not respectively, and they have been finding and losing, mostly losing each other in Paris, and uh, they're on a mission from the king in the year 1690, and they may fall in love, because this is a historical romance novel that we are collaboratively writing. They might have already fallen in love, but they yes. need to figure it out. Well, also, what happened to not doing any <laughs> any that, ramping into this? That's the quick version. Uh, do you want to pause and make sure it sounds okay? Yes. Okay. All right. I think you can commence reading. Let's explore language, romance, and resilience. And welcome to Romantic Underpinnings. Dear readers, we sound amazing. We do. We sound so good. Get your ASMR machines out. I don't even know what that really how that works, but anyway. Not like that. <laughs> Fair enough. Chapter <clears throat> 27. The man made his way toward Anthony. He was handsome in a portly way, with a round face and a comely, jovial smile. His auburn hair was thick, dark, and curly. As he drew closer to Anthony, his smile grew until it stretched the entire width of his face. Anthony's own smile started to falter at the instance of the other man's countenance. Anthony had a flash of panic, but he shrugged it off and squared his shoulders. If Agatha could take on the women of the night, Anthony could handle one happy, rotund man in the bathhouse. He raised a hand in greeting. (laughs) I don't think he can handle a rotund man. 
I can't believe I did not in- interrupt myself in the middle of that sentence. I know. Uh, it's because I am a creature of surpassing um, uh, discretion and forbearance. Really? Yes. Are you sure you're not talking about me? No, I am the creature of surpassing discretion and forbearance, and you are just a bundle of pure id wrapped in maladaptive coping mechanisms. That's always been the dynamic between us, and it will remain so. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) Why, hello there, sir, the man said, but his speaking voice was almost louder than Anthony's loudest shout. Anthony drew back a bit. He had not been prepared for the volume coming at him. Er, um, hi, said Anthony in response. The man blinked and nodded to himself, confirming something. They'd both spoken in English, and it was only now that Anthony had even made that connection. There was an awkward pause, as such that happened when meeting a stranger. I'm Trotter, the man near shouted. Anthony wasn't quite sure what to make of this man's name. He briefly wondered if that was the man's Christian name or a nickname, or even if it was a name at all. Unthinkingly, Anthony responded with his true name, and a split second later, he realized he probably should have given the man a lie. Yeah, Anthony needs to work on his... I I, I don't even want to nitpick, I just want to use the word tradecraft. Yeah, he's, like, just not good at this, which makes some, well, to me, makes a little bit of sense because he was never in charge, and he really doesn't want to be doing this. Well, and he's a sailor who was just pushed into like, the world of international of intrigue. press-ganged yeah. into being a spy, which I don't think he's that into. Well, yeah, like, the king's, like, dangled the one thing he truly wanted in front of him, and now he's a fish out of water well at the oh god a fish in water he's in a bathhouse but yeah this was the one thing he really wanted before he met agatha oh he wants two things and they can happen on the same time if agatha's on a ship also the last time you read this i believe you made a too hot to trot joke and i really think that needs to happen again oh All right, I will wait until the listeners have forgotten that and then subtly work it in at some point. Sorry. I don't Uh, think there was, like, much being missed from the last one, but I did think that was very funny. All right. Well, let's see what we can do. Well met. A fellow Englishman, are you? I have a hard time sniffing out redcoats in this here lovely Paris. If anything, the man's voice had gotten louder. Anthony surreptitiously looked around, wondering if others were listening or had heard. Who was he kidding? Of course everyone in the surrounding township area had heard him. Anthony cursed his own stupidity. He nearly shushed the man, but felt like that would cause more notice than it was worth. He sat in the hot soaking pool, all of the tension that he'd felt melt away coming rushing back at this exchange. What had he done? (laughs) <laughs> yes, well, hello, er, Trotter. What brings you to Paris, then? He asked his conversation partner. The man smiled again in response to Anthony's query. Just a small spot of business here and there, but you must know what I mean, the man said conspiratorially, nearly nudging and winking at Anthony. 
you know, I mean, there's even more impressive than how good I am at sounding loud without actually being loud and making this podcast too hard to edit is the British accent. <laughs> Which is that what you were trying to do? No, I'm not trying to do it at all, but I just realized I should be. If I I'm mean... like doing voices... I should also be trying to do the accents in the voices. Right, like Anthony should have had, well, this this can be like a note for when we actually get to narrate the audiobook, but Anthony should have hypothetically had a British accent this whole time, as should have the rest of his crew, except for Agatha, who has a Dutch accent, well, which, how do you even? I don't, but <laughs> Anthony... The only reason I have Anthony talk like someone from the, you know, western coast of the United States is clearly that Keanu Reeves is going to play him in the movie. No way! I know you have your casting, <laughs> but if Keanu Reeves plays him, I'm doing a great job That's true, having actually. him sound like a vaguely or dumb American. Or Nick Cage. Oh my. It should be very funny. Nick Cage has, and I can't believe I'm saying this, more range than <laughs> that's true, that's Keanu. True. Like, I, I don't know I if you could do like Channing Tatum or somebody like that. <sighs> All right. Channing Tatum is. I don't know. Be... I don't like Keanu Reeves. I think that's my issue with this. Oh, my God. Sorry. Was that that's... news to you? Did you not know that? That actually is news I'm to me. I'm not like, I mean, he's fine, but like, I don't think he's handsome. He's sort of meh to me. I like him in every role. I know. Except Much Ado About Nothing. I, think that was we, I don't think we've talked about this, but I think I gathered from just being around you how much you like Keanu Reeves. And I don't think I've ever explicitly said that I could take or leave him. Do you know why I like Keanu Reeves? <laughs> Is it because of Point Break and What's Her Face? You s sort of stepped on my joke. I'm sorry. Unintentionally. Why? Because I was going to say, <laughs> because... I am an FBI agent. Oh. Anyway. Ha ha. Great. I, I mean, <laughs> whatever you can make a, that particular point break reference, you have to. I mean, sure. Although you are dating yourself quite uh, specifically. Look, early 90s were the pinnacle of human <laughs> achievement and a great time to be a... Uh, a tween. I mean, like, he's great and always be my maybe, but that's, like, about the beginning and end of where I like him. I mean... Isn't are, he in that? He is, yeah. but I would argue that his greatness in that film I is, know, stands like, on the shoulders of his previous it's greatnesses. It's like an amalgamation of him being Keanu Reeves, which mm -hmm. I get the joke of, but I'm not. I don't really care other than that about his acting. <laughs> All right, I think Randall Park should be Anthony. Oh, my God. Okay, yes, we can agree on that. All right, him. he's from the West Coast of the U.S. That's fine, I yeah. I, didn't, um, I don't know, actually. I mean, he certainly, his accent is so West Coast. Is it? I can't well, tell. Well, his accent in that movie, oh, which... Oh, well, I mean, that makes sense, though, because they're all on the West Coast. Anyway, Randall Park, welcome to the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're stoked to be here. <laughs> You've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, the water's great. Jump in. <laughs> <laughs> if we can get What's-Her-Face to play the lead, I'm on board. Oh, Ellie Wong? Yes, I love her. Okay, we need... That would be great, by the way. That would be so good. <laughs>
I mean, they need to do more movies together, and right. why not a why not this romance? One? <laughs> if not now, if not us, then what? Then who? Yeah, if not now, then always. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <clears throat> he didn't make the actual motion, but he might as well have. Anthony decided to go along with the man, having seen him shout off anyone in hearing distance. Anthony tried to keep some of his cards close to his vest and simply nodded at Trotter. He's a Trotter nodder. <laughs> Hardly know her. <laughs> um, er, uh, what kind of business? <laughs> Anthony asked, trying to sound just as clandestine as Trotter. Well, now I'm glad you asked. I am in the business of secrets, Trotter said. So what are your secrets there now, Anthony? He asked Anthony. Anthony did not now have the slightest idea how to respond to this. So he simply waited, hoping that Trotter would continue. A long, silent moment stretched between them, and Anthony almost felt like the conversation was over and nearly moved away from Trotter. But the man spoke again. Come on, Anthony, tell me what brings you to the this bathhouse in Paris. Well, I can answer that. It's because Anthony was hot to Trotter. <laughs> Trotter prodded. <laughs> Anthony, did you know that was the next sentence? I actually didn't. I just <laughs> thought that that would be a perfect it's time even to worse. work in hot to or Trotter. Or better, whichever yeah. way. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> He wasn't about to tell this man anything for anything. Not even a good prodding. <laughs> Trotter continued. Oh my god. Now, I know you can't be here on the up and up, seeing as you're an Englishman in Paris during a war with the French and the English, can it? He asked shrewdly. His facial excitement really putting across the shrewdness. He, he's like, I, I, I think I couldn't decide, like... I wanted Anthony to feel like he couldn't decide if this man was just dumb or if he was like so keen, like so smart. You know what I mean? There's mm -hmm. a little ambiguity. Ambiguity? What? Ambiguity? Thank you. There where he's like can't fit. He can't pin. Because this guy's not stupid. But why is he yelling? And what? You know, nobody just like starts talking about how they're in the business of secrets. That defeats the whole p purpose so he can't quite figure out, like, what his endgame is. I'm dating myself again here, but he reminds me strongly of Johnny Depp's character in uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I have not seen that, but I will take your word for it. I didn't think you had. Sorry. It's sort of a really good movie. I do love me some J. Depp's. Um, well, if you should probably watch it then. Uh... I can't believe you like him and not Keanu Reeves. Only if you promise to watch Pirates of the Caribbean because that's where I love him because I'm also dating myself. Well, yeah. and I <laughs> Only the first one, though. Okay. I think I've seen the first two. Mm. And they sort of, I mean, whatever. They're like a good romp or blah, 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 blah. But the first one really had my number there for a while. Mm. Mm. The whole thing. The Kiera, the Orlando. I just loved it all. I was into it. Oh, you even liked Ikea Knightley? Ikea? Yeah, because her performances are always wooden. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, that movie, she, I would have carved her an Oscar. Okay. 
Out of what? Anyway. <laughs> you missed my joke. Okay. Um, Oscars, those famously wooden awards. Well, it would have it would have been funny if you had gotten it. Uh, anyway, but, you know, I, anyway. It took me a second. All right. Well, I don't think you would have even gotten it if I hadn't pointed it out. But Probably not. Yeah. I thought, anyway. Um... <laughs> He asked shrewdly, his facial expression becoming alarmingly dark in an Ooh. instant. Alarmly. Alarmingly. Now, alarmly is the new Al- hot clock alarm. app for your phone. Uh, al- Shakes the whole bed. Alarmingly dark. <laughs> nice. In an instant. Anthony could hardly remember the friendly, open expression the man had worn upon approaching Anthony. Anthony was taken back <laughs> and at a loss for words. Ooh, but not a name, apparently. Not at a loss of a name. <laughs> no, I mean, he sometimes he has to remind himself. Uh, and the, you know, uh, I think we we would call this uh, uh, omnipotent third person. No, om- omniscient third person narrator. Not on, I don't know. We sort of are omnipotent narrators. We do whatever the hell we want with these people. But the omniscient third-person narrator uh, definitely needed flashcards. Well, I I specifically have had some trouble with, like, pronouns and who's saying what, and it gets kind of confusing. So I was trying to... I'm, like, hyper-focused on not doing that, so it may have been an overcorrection. Because the name Trotter has also happened, like, 17 times already. Yeah, but it's a great name. I mean, yeah, but that's beside the point. All right. He did not know how to handle this man or what to say to him. He was done with this. He didn't think that Trotter was going to be able to tell Anthony anything of use, and he was done with this whole conversation. Anthony made to move away from this strange man to salvage whatever was left of this bath. He picked up the rubber ducky. No, sorry, that was what? mine. What? Oh, was I was me. like, no. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a cute touch. Yeah, I no. wonder how old rubber duckies are. Mm, I think they had the technology to make rubber duckies, or at least the access like, to the some... rubber trees. But they would have been, like, one rubber ducky in the year 1690 would probably cost, like, the equivalent of, like, my yearly salary now. Um... Anyway, worth it. Um, well, see here. I think you know a great deal, Trotter continued. As Anthony made to move away, he felt another person behind him. Suddenly, the back of his head pounded, and then there was just blackness. Anthony came to in a small stone room. As he glanced around, he could sense the damp of the space, but other than the vague sense of being underground, he had no notion of where he was, how long he had been there, or what reason he had been brought here. He realized that he was still naked, and also attached to a chair by his ankles and wrists. He struggled against the rope binding him, but he was tied tight and only managed to chafe all the points that were connected to the chair. A sudden panic overtook him. 
Anthony realized he desperately wished he knew the time. He assumed he'd missed his meeting with Agatha. He hoped she was all right, and now overly concerned about him. Maybe... Not. Oh. Not. Oh, it's and, a oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. This was a, a not. See, I did not remember too much from the previous single time we, I read this. We did this. talk a little bit about the Casino Royale scene of What's-His-Face, but... Yeah, you, he's you getting... Get it. He's getting Casino Royale, and I didn't want to... Um, I don't remember and I didn't remember anything. It was like an amazing riff, but I don't remember anything interesting from that riff. No, therefore. I just wanted to mention like that's the scene I was trying to recreate, but I literally can't pull up any other like scene from that whole James Bond franchise with what's his face. So with Daniel Craig? Yeah. Oh, now I remember because there was him like coming out of the water in the oh, beach yeah, and dripping. Oh yeah, 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 and I was stuff. like I don't remember that. I only remember him being tied to a chair. Mhm. Mm. He worked out a lot. He had to have. I mean, he looked good scene. in... I mean, I know he was being tortured, but he looked good. Mm, okay, yeah. I mean, he he wore it well, as Anthony or Randall Park is, uh, would, oh I'm sure, God. be doing. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gonna have to add a personal trainer to this budget <laughs> for, for both of our leads. Yeah, I think that's par for the course for this kind of adventure romance anyway. Okay. So, no, I'm sure the studio will pony up for that. Mm, okay. Um, they'll also pony up for ponies. They have to. Well, they're mules. And or are they donkeys? <sighs> oh, you know my deepest vulnerabilities. Really? Yes. <laughs> um, Don't be an ass. Oh, well, if I stop, I would disappoint the people who listen to the first 26 episodes. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Threads of a great unease for his own well-being started winnowing its way through his body. He made an effort to clamp it down. He took a couple of... <laughs> Are you laughing at the the agreement there with the verbs and the... It is... It's bad news. It's more like a plural and non-plural situation, I That's what I mean, like I the... Think. Yeah, the... It's wrong. Well, Somehow. there's... Yeah, I, 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 like, was thinking about it as I was reading it, but then I decided <laughs> it is too late at night to well, try I to untangle it. Well, I can't even undo it. Yeah, I can't even think about how it would be right, but I know somehow it's wrong. <laughs> Well, uh, it will be beautiful when you buy the novel, when the novel comes out. Right. He took a couple of deep breaths and tried to calm himself. He succeeded enough to take a better look around at his surroundings. He was in a dank stone room, most likely underground, as he'd already deduced earlier. There was a small window off to his right and a small door directly in front of him. Other than Anthony in the chair, there was nothing else in the room. There was nothing to help him get free or to use as a weapon. He closed his eyes and tried to listen to see if he could glean any clues. Clues from... <laughs> if he could glean any clues from this tiny room via the sense of sound. Well, his eyes were closer. The visage of... <laughs> Closed. The visage of Agatha came to his mind. And he cursed his situation all over again. Oh, Anthony, what have you gotten yourself into? He was going to miss their appointment, and that was absolutely the least of his problems at the moment. 
How the hell was he supposed to get himself out of this mess? He tried to desire he tried to devise a plan, but he had no tools, and he felt especially vulnerable in this state of undress. At least he was clean, he thought ruefully. He turned his head side to side to see if he had missed anything in his immediate surroundings. Nope, just me in this chair, he thought. Through the window, he heard the bell tolling, making him certain that he had missed the meeting with Agatha and the rest of his men. He really wasn't the best captain. He just realized... (laughs) (laughs) Why are you reading out of one eye? So that I can see the laptop, which is to the side of the microphone, while talking toward the microphone ah. and getting the best recording. So it's it's about, if I try to use the, you know, binocular vision and uh, bestowed upon me by my creator, um, <laughs> with this distance from the laptop, it would come at the expense of talking into the microphone. Got it. Also. Ahoy. Yeah, you look weird. I am a pirate. Okay. Or something. I, I don't like that. I don't know. I, I don't find pirate talk amusing. Maybe I, I think I overdosed <clears throat> on... You're a pirate, Harry. <laughs> I overdosed on that whole, like, thing that happened in the wake of Pirates of the Caribbean. Anyway. That makes sense. Um, Where was I? He's got nothing in this room. He missed their appointment. Oh, know. oh, yeah, yeah. He turned his head side to side to see if he had missed anything in his immediate surroundings. Nope, just me in this chair, he thought. Through the window, he heard the bell tolling, making him certain that he had missed the meeting with Agatha and the rest of his men. He really wasn't the best captain. He he just realized that they hadn't created any type of contingency plan. God damn it. I really am a naive sod, he thought. One of the other times he thought he the italicized part was in third person. And yeah, I get weird about that. I would I just need to like make a decision. All right. About I, if it's like I or he or... I think if it's if it's like he thought and it's in italics, I say you go all out and get first, first person? person with it. All yeah, right. when when else can you do that in the same paragraph? I mean, you probably shouldn't do that anyway, but whatever. No, it totally works for this this thinking stuff. You got to get in there. You got to crawl around Anthony's head and see what's going on. Mix it up. Well, he's tied to a chair, so like you can't really. Yeah, there's explain. no showing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I can. Sh- he's distressed, obviously. Yeah, all he's do. Yeah, like if you're not talking, like narrating his thoughts, it's gonna be like his eyebrow twitched. His eyebrow twitched again. Ruefully. He grimaced <laughs> at the door. So no, I, I think that your approach is completely sound. Um, as the darkness continued to seep in through the tiny window, Anthony grew more and more despondent. He waited long minutes, which turned into at least half an hour. He couldn't be sure, but the bell hadn't hit another hour. As Anthony sat, He heard the sound of sudden footsteps approaching the door. Whoever it was, was jangling a set of keys quite loudly. Anthony's anxiety notched itself up higher. He had no idea why he was here, what to do about it, or who was coming toward him. The door swung in toward him with a loud wooden clang. 
a wooden cl- clang is not something I yeah. think I associate with wood. Unless it's a wooden Oscar statuette. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even really think. I just thought it was like a wooden door with like a metal fixture. So yeah. like the combo of the wood and the metal. But yeah, wood doesn't really clang. Yeah, it could be a wooden clunk or a, it's hard to express because, yeah, you definitely have like the bands There's of metal across media, a right? dungeon door. Yeah. Dungeon door. God, no. That's the name of that. It's not the name of my metal uh, band. That is the name of a song on the debut album by my metal could band. could be the name of the album. Ooh, it could be the name of the album. Yeah. But what's the band name? Crackers. Jeez, maybe I'm just hungry. That was very metal of you. Hunger. Crackers. Hunger. Hmm. I can imagine that. Hunger but... pains, but spelled P-A-N-E. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm... Uh... <clears throat> <clears throat> you didn't like that? A tall man, a tall, dark man stood before Anthony, swinging a set of large keys. The man was backlit, and Anthony couldn't make out the man's features or expression. Anthony's trepidation grew by the second. As the man opened his mouth, Anthony knew he might not make it out alive. <gasps> dun dun da End of chapter. Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, you said that last time and now it's been two weeks, so I don't believe you, but sure. Well, you know, I can't wait to find out, but also it's scary. What if I find out that something bad happens to Anthony? I I don't know how I could deal with it. Something, only something marginally bad can happen to Anthony and you know it. You're saying he's going to live through the next few chapters? I mean, that's up to you. Uh, well, it's weird. <laughs> and convention. Yes, we are con- constrained by the iron bonds of a genre convention. But you don't know how much he's going to suffer. Neither do I. But I'm going to find out and I'm going to report back in the next episode of Romantic Underpinning. <laughs> Why did you sound so dour at the end? In the next episode. I'm going to report, because, well, because it's scary. It's a, it's a, oh, it might not be very okay. pleasant. All right, all right. But tune in next week. What is going to happen <laughs> to the naked man tied to a chair? We can't wait. That was better. See, was that so hard? He's doing the rounds on all the morning shows. It's <laughs> naked man tied to a chair. Give him a hand, everyone. Andrew's doing a little dance that I wish we sort of did live videos just so folks could see this you really you really can't shimmy though you really need to work on it look listen this time it's because i'm in a swivel chair no (laughs) it's not makes it much harder no it doesn't makes it easier if anything all right (laughs) if you want video of a shimmying competition between the podcast hosts give us a lot of money and we'll do it there's no competition. Hate to break it to you. What if I've been hustling you this whole time? Oh, I I would love to we see it. We haven't had an official competition. Anyway. Wow. Told you. There's many reasons I want to end this podcast episode now. <laughs> Languidly yours.